What's up, HR Kids? Back to another episode of, well, an episode of Keeping It Real. Anyways, let's, before I get started preaching, let's just Bring keep it, it on. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me about this new calling. With <laughs> this is Which one? Int- intros or what? I don't know, but I totally trusted you. You were like, I got the intro, I got the intro. So I thought it was like going to be all laid out or whatever. No, this is like becoming a thing for you. Like you don't, you don't know when to stop. <laughs> Which is funny because you're not like the talkative one of the two of us. <laughs> what Will was trying to convey was that today is a keeping it real episode. We haven't done one of these in forever. Yes. <laughs> Even I have a feeling we have sound effects in the back. <laughs> you know, like when I look back on our old, like season one, like of course our first ever Keeping It Real was our first episode. So of course it does well. But all the interviews really did more. They have more views than everything else. So that's why we did a lot of interviews this year. I did <laughs> with Hope Core. And, um, but man, I really miss the storytelling. And we got a good one today because this is actually a really unique story. Because most stories start and like you get a background and you watch the character right. grow up. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> so much uh, trying to call her or so something. <laughs> I apologize. My phone should not have been on the table. <laughs> I'm worse than you guys. But anyway, <laughs> you know, when you tell a story, you're like, once upon a time. And you learn the background. <laughs> My phone's still buzzing in case you're wondering. But you learn the background of a character and you like you get to grow with them and all this stuff. But the character we're stepping into is already like a teenager. So there's no like we're going to talk about the story of and you'll recognize it, like the story of Jonah, the story of Moses. We're just going to dive straight into that one. We have been reading and talking about when we decided to do a story, we wanted to talk about another person who some of our Holy Ghost Radio people could relate to age-wise, and that is Mary. Mary had a little lamb. So everybody's like, Mary, why are you going to tell a story about Mary? We already know the story about Mary. She had Jesus. End of story. Yeah, but I know that this isn't like one of your common stories. In fact, if you hear the story of Mary, it's usually because we're talking about Jesus and how he was born and like oh yeah his mom's Mary and like all this crazy stuff happened and then here, here was Jesus and once Jesus shows up it's like Mary where'd she oh, go yeah Jesus oh, yeah. mom yeah that lady <laughs> I mean I guess you guys can relate right like how many times do parents call oh you're Will's mom oh you're Carly's dad yeah, that's how it was uh the, uh during the light parade here uh-huh. I think that was on Friday was it on Friday I don't remember anyways uh-huh. uh yeah sister Matthew Reed's mom She's See how he did that? He don't know. That would be Sister Reed. Yes, I know. I was just trying to like, yeah, anyways. In uh, telling your story, Reed. you told somebody else's. Anyway, she called you. She was talking to my mom and she was like, hey, who's that blonde kid over there talking about my brother? Uh-huh. And Sister Caitlin's like, oh yeah, it's uh, Sister Crystal's mom. Or not mom, sorry. Wow, I was Will. thinking about it. something else, sorry. You guys got uh, a unique son. family. Okay, son, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, we're talking about the miraculous in story. <laughs> Anyways, it was my little brother. And and so Sister Reed was like, oh, hey, Matthew's always talking about William. So you're William's mom. And there you go. And, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine that's what it was like. I mean, if even if you were like the president, you'd be like, oh, you're the president's mom. Nah, dude, yeah. this was Jesus. Like, she lost her name after he was born. <laughs> so Mary has a very unique story, I feel like. And I feel like it kind of gets passed over because it's usually brought up around Christmas. Right. And so Jesus and then Christmas kind of takes over. And then we're more interested in like 
the little pigs that were surrounding Jesus <laughs> than we really are with his mom. <laughs> That's what, that was my thought. I was like, don't what? lie when they when your Sunday school teacher's like, let's draw the birth of Jesus, and you're like, I think there were some maybe some cows, some horses. Oh, you're I don't know what was in there. Okay, I get it now. Okay, so now that we've got that sorted out, <laughs> let's just dive right into the story. So in Matthew chapter one verse eighteen, the Bible says. I that like Mary how your voice was changed. <laughs> okay, Mary was pregnant before she was married to Joseph. Right. That's a very bad thing back then. Right. Which, well, it still is, but still. Joseph, I almost forgot his name. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Knowing it was a bad thing that she was pregnant and not wanting to be a part of something that badly might happen. Joseph thought about, let's keep it simple, breaking up with Mary. When the Bible says it, actually, I don't remember what it exactly states, but at first I thought it said, like, going to hide her. But then I read it in NIV. I think it says put her away. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I read it in NIV, it directly says divorce. Anyways, but while he was dwelling upon this thought, an angel appeared unto him while he was sleeping. Anyways, an angel told him to go marry Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the angel told Joseph to go marry Mary (laughs) because the baby she was pregnant with was of the Holy Ghost. And then that's kind of like the story. Yeah, that's... Like, he marries her, and then they... I forgot a key point. Oh. He actually, well, he married her, but he was not going to be seen with her until she had the baby, which in a lot of stories you see Mary and Joseph w- together, which they were to go to Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. That's when she had the ba- Jesus mm-hmm. in the Bible. It says he didn't want to be with her and, or be seen with her until she had Jesus. So everybody knows this story. You guys have heard that in Sunday school. Like, you could have told it yourself, right? We could have had anybody on the podcast to tell that story. Probably not as cool as Will just (laughs) with this whole Mary Mary episode. Uh, But let's, as you guys know, we like to keep it real, okay? Because this story actually happened. So, like, it's hard to picture that because we see, you know, um, depictments of it all the time, right? You see Mary and Joseph and a baby and there's a stable and da-da-da-da. Right. And, you know, glory to God in the highest. We sing all these songs and Mary, did you know? And I think Mary, did you know, might be one of the biggest chances somebody took into trying to kind of see what it was like for Mary. Yeah, my dad hates that song. He's like, of course Mary knew, but when you actually think about it, as the, well, while the, like what their point is, she didn't know that he was actually going to be the king of kings and... Like, major story and character in the Bible. Actually, she did know. She knew from the beginning because there's just some little phrases in there that we, we probably pass over. Let's be honest. You've heard this story since as long as you can remember hearing stories, right? Right. And uh, we sing about it. We do all this stuff. And, like, if you, anybody asked you, you would think you knew the story back and forth. But as you see, there's, like, just a little piece here because actually in Luke, where the angel comes to her, he does tell her, like, he will be called the son of God. So you are right. That's that that song could be considered a little funny because it's like yeah. Mary. Did you know? Like, yeah, dude, she definitely knew she was th- it carrying the Lord of Lords. Like she knew this, right? You're right. I still like the song though because it brings out that. Let's think about this a little bit more. Like when she's staring at her little baby, like 
you're like, oh, he's so cute. Snap. This little dude is going to save the world. Like, right. So I, I like this story for that because it's kind of what we do with keeping it real. And we're not talking about Jesus, but most of you probably know Mary was really young. Well, you gave me a site to like looks deeper into. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it did say that they were like around 16 to 18, both her and Joseph. Yeah, she could have even been as young as 12. So I, that's why I felt like this is a good story for us because this is a great character. So even if she was 16, but you know, when you're 16 and like somebody gives you like a weighty thing to know, like they, you're told something and you're like, wow, I, I have the responsibility of knowing this. Or think of like maybe many of you HDR kids relate to this, like you're told somebody in your family is seriously ill. Or even like, let's be relevant, like, hey, your uncle so-and-so has COVID and he's in the hospital. Okay, so I'm not trying to bring up bad memories for anybody, but she was just told (laughs) that she's going to have a baby, which teenagers don't normally do. That's (laughs) not in our like uh, 16. That's not the plan. Right. Right. Um, So we all know that HDR kids, we know that kids don't have kids. And so she's told that. Okay, great. That's scary. But like he's not done talking to her. (laughs) And so uh, she's just chilling. Right. You know, being, you know, loves God, whatever. And an angel shows up. Like, there was no wondering if this was just a man. Like, she knew it was the angel of the Lord. Right. So he just shows up. I don't care if you're 18, (laughs) if you're 59, 99. In fact, it might be scarier at 99. Like, oh, is it time? Okay, let me grab my stuff. I'm ready. <laughs> but like you're 16, like 16 year olds still do the like turn off the light and jump into your bed thing. So yeah, I do that in my basement sometimes. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying. This whole experience started out really crazy, and I think it's important to point out because let's be honest, uh, stuff like that happens to us too. Stuff comes out of nowhere. You weren't expecting this or that or you know whatever and so okay unexpected visitor he's an angel of god and she's a favored and blessed woman that's a lot to take yeah yeah, yeah, you know she was she's like some of us our age you know i'm not mine but (laughs) but like in that age range and she's engaged too so okay you know that's a normal thing for her time so like that wasn't the startling thing and that is weird for us, we, you know, right. now. But it wasn't for her. That was like a normal thing. Um, but yeah, to just be told uh, you're going to have a baby, you're conceiving right now, you have a baby, and it's going to be the son of God. King of kings. <laughs> like the huge, like like I said earlier, like the huge uh, role in the story of Like the we're Bible. talking about right <laughs> now, what's happening to her is about to change history of the world. Now, things that happen to us don't necessarily <laughs> change the history of the world. They could change the history of our family and our church and, you know, they could impact things like that um, sometimes. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I'm, and I, the reason I'm making a big deal out of this is because of how Mary handles it all. Like right. even in this short excerpt in Luke in chapter one, he tells her and like her only question that's recorded at first is how is this even possible? Right. And I mean, right. I think I'd be that too. Like, actually I probably would have asked a question. I'd been like, you cray cray, <laughs> like you cray, you know, like, I, oh man, you know, <laughs> I, right. didn't, I did not get enough sleep. <laughs> and she's, she doesn't. And as soon as he answers that question, she's just like, 
I'm Jesus the Lord's is the fact. Yeah, I'm the Lord's hand. Not even just that, because I mean, even just, just going, okay, well, I can't do anything about it. She just does what she has to. Well, and then she's like, I'm God's handmaiden. Right. The Lord's handmaiden, be it unto me. So she, not only does she accept it, because it's, I mean, it has, or it's already happening. Right. But she is like, no, this will be done, and it it will be done through me. And all right, and she accepts it. Mission accepted. I'm just saying I would have had a whole lot more questions. Like when you say son of God, are we talking about like God, God, God? <laughs> we're talking about like, <laughs> you know, like that, I would, like, wait, 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 you know, you want me to call him Jesus and you know, all, all these questions. She doesn't ask all those questions, guys. I mean like, all right, let's bring it down right now. All right. Whether you've got a major thing going on in your life or not. How many times have you prayed something and then God's given you an answer and you just didn't question it? I mean, that doesn't happen. Like, you're like, why, God? Why is so-and-so? Why does? Why am? Why me? Why? You right. have all these questions. And I don't I don't have a problem with asking why. I have a problem with being too whiny. But I'm just saying, like, she, maybe she, ha- I'm sure she had questions, but she didn't press them right there when she had access to an angel of God. Right. And maybe that did help her in the future, like, to be warned. I, well, yeah. From, like from a king who's trying to kill her baby. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, she'd been really confused. <laughs> yeah. She'd been like, what in the world? But Joseph's like thinking on it and an angel shows up to him. Well, And let's talk about that because you're right. He could have been the same age as her or he could have been like in his 30s. Nobody knows for sure. Let's just put that there. Right. Period. It's not in the Bible. We don't know. Um, and at this point, I kind of don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind It's kind of irrelevant at this yeah. point, right? Um, but... So he's going to like, he's like, oh, you know what? I got to hide her because when people find out about this, like instantly Joseph knows the ramifications of what's going on and is like, you know, maybe I should get out of this while I can. And it's so serious that an angel also speaks to Joseph. An angel spoke to him. And uh, so he, you know, he figures out, okay, this is God. This isn't, you know, Mary's not pulling one on me. This is serious. And even if he was 30 or if he was 16, it's crazy to think that he too, that God spoke to him too, which is phenomenal to think about. Like when you need to hear from God, he will give you a word. And so he accepts it and they need, next thing they know, they got to take part in a census. And if you don't know what a census is, it's like an accounting for, of people, like how many people, who, where are you from? How many people are in your family? All that. Right. But they had to travel to Bethlehem to do that. And so that's like a hundred miles from home, by the way. Right. Is a hundred miles from where they were, dude. A hundred miles in a car is like from here to Denver, so it's like an hour and a half in a car. In a car, not in a camp on a in a camel. <laughs> camel. <laughs> I don't actually know how long it would take if you were in the camel, <laughs> but, or, or in the donkey, or, but, or donkey. Okay. Oh yeah. Why did I say camel? I don't know. <laughs> I believe it was a donkey, right? It was a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it could have been a camel. I mean, uh, actually, probably not because they were poor, but or they believe they were poor. But so they they go, they get to Bethlehem. They're literally everybody's coming to Bethlehem because everybody's a part of the census. So they can't find a place to stay, and they've got to stay out in a stable, right. right? So actually, let's go a little further. She has the baby, and then the next thing you know, a bunch of shepherds show up. Okay. So a little odd, right? Like, right. I know we have births and like our families come and everything, you know, and we're like, oh, how cute, blah, 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 blah. But she wasn't expecting anybody. <laughs> and a bunch of shepherds show up saying that an angel told them, 
right? Uh, and then we go just a little bit after that, and she's got they've got to dedicate their baby, right? And they go what we call dedicate. They got to go to the temple and do the rites and everything, and spend time in consecration. And they get there, and there's a man named Simeon, who is the person who's going to take the baby and do the dedication or whatever. And this is me putting it in like the easy terms. And he holds the baby and that man, Simeon, had a prophecy over him that, or a promise, I should say, that he wouldn't die before he got to see the Savior, before he got to see God in the flesh. And so when he takes the baby, he knew, he knew it. How do you do that? And it says he was being in the Holy Ghost. He knew this was the save, the Son of God. And so he holds the baby and he proclaims it. And he's like, wow, I can't believe uh, Now I can die a happy man because I have seen the child. I have seen God. I, and I imagine his thoughts during that time. I know we're talking about Mary, but like he probably never thought he would die. Bro, talk about a mind blowing thing. Yeah. But, I know. So Mary's standing there like, can you imagine at your dedication? Like she knew this, but for him to know it, they didn't, she, Mary didn't tell him like, I have brought my child. He's the son of God. She right. didn't do that. They were just doing what they were supposed to do. This is our child. We need to dedicate him, consecrate him. And so for Simeon to know that had to be a shock, like, whoa, somebody knows your secret. That's huge. And then as if that wasn't shocking enough, there was a prophetess there, who, an older one who came out and saw him and she too knew it was him without being told. She knew who that, who Jesus was. So we're talking about, they go to leave. And I'm just looking at this young girl who's somewhere between 12 to 18, who just went through a ton. And all the rest of the Bible, we hear her. She's praying with the disciples. She's with the disciples or she's around in G Jesus ministry. Uh, so we, we all know, everybody knows Mary like was devout and she was committed. But dude, it didn't start as an adult. It started when she was really young. And I, I just think there's a lot we could take from that because can you imagine being told something like that and saying, I'm going to do the will of God? Even though she knew she was going to face criticism, because you cannot tell me that all of Mary's friends were okay with that. You can't tell me that everybody understood and they were like, oh, this you're right. This is the son of God. No, I'm sure they all thought that was a bunch of baloney. Right? It doesn't matter how well they knew Mary. Like it had to be heartbreaking to hear and know what people would think, right? Right. Um, or even just to think, even if she didn't tell me I'm having, this is this going to be the son of God, even if they just thought that Mary was going to have a baby before she had ever got married, that's pretty bad. And I don't know. I mean, we have a hard time when people don't like the, the shirt we wore, you know? We do right. our hair in a new style and everybody's like, what's wrong with your head? And we're like devastated, right? Like we're like, I'm never right. going to, I'm going to wear hats for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, so we're talking about some major peer pressure and the only thing Mary had was a promise, a word from God and her relationship with God. And that's, that's so important because that should be how we handle things right. Even right now, right. like it's such an example of like, that's how it's supposed to be. Like even in the worst of circumstances, listen, when Jesus was born and there's even a scripture that says like, like he went unto his own and they received him not meaning Galileans. So you can't tell me that they were all fine with Mary. And then when Jesus was born, they rejected Jesus. No, that rejection had to start long before he was born. So who took the brunt of that? Mary and Joseph, probably Mary more than Joseph, just being honest with how those things go. And then it just doesn't stop guys. Like she's, she's resigned herself to it. Then she's got to make a long trek as a pregnant woman. <laughs> I, I'm, I've never been pregnant, but I can, I don't think it'd be pleasant to make that trek. And they get there. 
like, oh, finally we're here. And they got to stay in a stable. Like things just like she's having a bad year. All the Bible says is she was committed to this all the way through 100%. Didn't back out of it. Didn't, we don't hear, we don't read anything negative about her. And I think that's telling because we read a lot of negative things about a lot of people in the Bible. Like God doesn't hold back in the Bible. He tells us the good and the bad, right? right? We knew we knew the good side of David. We knew the bad sides of David. But Mary, we really, God really told what he thought was relevant. And I can't help but thinking she's a great example to HDR kids out there because she was young and she had to face a lot of adversity and she did it all on a word and a promise from God. I mean, like you said, just going through all that, she had to be really strong. Mm -hmm. And I imagine she was going through a lot of struggles with the negativity of everyone else not believing her and what happened and everything so I think she was a strong young lady mm-hmm. probably might even be my age which is weird but yeah yeah it just goes to prove that you can do it right like it's just another one of those stories it's like she just did what God told her to do and she didn't complain about it and uh because of it we are celebrating Christmas to this day mm-hmm. even right now like getting into the festivities and uh we we hope this will kind of encourage you guys and maybe make you guys think of the Christmas story a little bit differently. Maybe you'll think of strength and commitment during Christmas instead of just which game you want for your Xbox. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Send us a picture of your Christmas tree at our Instagram page at the official bring it on. At gmail.com. Oh, why do I always say that for the Instagram? See, I memorized it because I was listening to old uh, episodes <laughs> and I was like, all right, it's the official bring it on. All right, guys. Until then, keep it real in. Bring Bring it it on. on.